Hey everybody, it's DM Seth here, Cheaper by the Dungeon, with everybody's favorite cast members, Jacob. It's me, the favorite cast member. Connor. Do 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 do. I'm the funny one. And Adam. I'm the obligatory fourth member that the podcast needs. <laughs> oh, so sad. Oh, man. No. Hey, I'm no. just calling like it is. No, I'm just kidding. You're special. You're important. Do you know how Norman D probably has the most fans out of all these assholes? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> what else would it be? He gets all the songs. It's not fair. Yeah, he does get all the songs. Well, I do write them, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of fair. Um, but, guys, it's been pretty rainy the last couple days. Um, oh, tell me about it. Yeah, up in Canada town. Uh, it's it's been pretty at least Ontario. I don't speak for all of Canada. It's pretty wild. What happens is when the, it gets warmer, the polar bears cry because they start dying off, and so the the rain, the like the tears become get sucked up into the atmosphere. I know how weather works, and then it comes over and it rains down on us, so we get polar bear tears. That was just real enough to be legitimately sad. So that's <laughs> great. <laughs> great vibes going into the episode. April showers, that's why they call it. <laughs> no, but I thought, I thought I'd share with you all uh, my five favorite things to do when it's rainy. Ooh. All right. Number five. And you can comment as you like as I go down my list. Uh, number five, jumping in puddles. That's always fun. Get, some, get some, some wet boots on, some rain boots. and. Are we, allowed to com- are we allowed to comment on these? You can, or you can save your comments to the end. I think jumping in puddles is pretty cool. <laughs> they are pretty cool. Number four, helping beavers build their dams because you know they need the help after the rain, the water. They don't. Their little hands can't handle all what that. What are you that gonna do to help beavers? Honestly, I'm gonna use my, gonna use my tail. And <laughs> Chris Pine <laughs> and Chris Pine it up. Uh, Excuse me? No, I'm gonna pick up sticks and what I do to help the beavers. Um, in their in their like urban area I'm in is like we have like a <laughs> river that goes through the town, so I like to just you know take sticks I find on the sidewalk and just throw them in the water <laughs> because I know they'll float down and they'll oh, have that's to so dam. kind of you. I just I just I just imagine like Seth trying to like balance his way onto like a beaver tail <laughs> and like trying to has like a bundle of twigs in his hand and then he like tries to place them on and the whole thing just collapses <laughs> and they're like squealing under uh, underneath and like biting my it's legs. Like, I'm, like, had, I'm trying to help. You had such good intentions. Do non-Canadians know what beavers look like? They must, right? Look, everybody's seen the first Narnia, okay? They're like reverse they're like reverse platypuses. They're like where, Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Or otters that like are, are just super thick and <laughs> yeah, they got thick like, otters. hands and big buck teeth. So they're like the otter's ugly best friend. They're like halfway between a household hamster and a capybara with a big paddle for a tail. Fun fact, the reason why Canada, and I don't know about the states, but Canada was able to become like a profitable like settlement uh, was because <laughs> they literally massacred beavers for their pelts because <laughs> they yeah. were so like wanted in the world at the time. But <laughs> there's like a beaver genocide that no one talks about. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> In our defense, we did the same thing to black bears, too. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, what is it with the animal cruelty man, topic man, today? Man, this is sad. Scared, I didn't we know still... all this. Oh, other fun fact connected to that. All the big, These aren't fun. You know the big black hats <laughs> that the guards wear around the Buckingham Palace? 
Those are all made. Well, I don't know if they still are, but at least for a long time, they were made with uh, black bear pelts uh, specifically imported from Canada. Hey, there you go. Seth, what's the third thing? First, uh, quick thing. Those hats look dumb as hell. <laughs> no. They, ma- they make every one of those guards have the most punchable face because it's got a freaking chin strap thing. Like, you know, it's like literally a chin protect. I don't know. Anyways, they look dumb. <laughs> I'm going to have one of those guards show up at my door in like three seconds. How <laughs> uh, dare you? Um, the coin stands are regards. <laughs> what? <laughs> Walks up and like, you want a bottle of water? Number three, I like taking afternoon naps with the rain hitting on the windows. Mm, I feel that. Number two, um, I like to read. That's an everyday thing. <laughs> that's that's not a rainy day thing. But it's I, it feels like I get more productive in my reading when it's rainy out. Mm-hmm. Um, and last, helping wormies, helping wormies out. That's my next D and D race actually. Is a, a worm? Is a wormy? Yeah. You know, everybody. You know, I thought about making the next three really funny. But after hearing the beaver and bear stuff, I was like, I gotta turn this <laughs> ship around, man. It's a positive. The the worm thing with rain is always so sad because it's like you'll be walking like oh in the rain. Gosh, here we go. And like, like it'll be like splish splash splish splash. But then and like you're just looking forward the whole time. But then you realize like this happened to me the other day coming home from groceries where it was like raining a little bit you realize that there's like so much more worms on the sidewalk than like you could ever imagine because they're like coming off of people's lawns from the rain and it's just like mm. how many have i stepped on and then you look back oh and what looks like like trimmings is the trimmings of a worm all those worms, Jacob, just coming out like, duh, 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 I'm trying to breathe. And you're just like, oh, are you now? As they squish underneath your feet walking home. How dare hey, you? Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> hey. All I think is like these worms look at us like Attack on Titan stuff. You know, like, like we're all colossal titans and they're all just little Aaron Jaegers trying to breathe. Just wait till they get the ODM gear. Don't oh, shit. <laughs> That's that's like the you know the worms that hang from trees. That's basically that, like the silkworms. So that, was, that is silkworms. There's, oh it's a work in progress. It's a prototype. <laughs> they can go down and then they just get stuck. Last thing, fuck silkworms. Those things are freaking grody, and I hate when they're hanging around my face. Oh yeah, so they kill are trees gross. too. Top top ten least favorite outside things. All number ten silkworms. Okay, okay, we've done enough of your list today. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but guys let's let's get into the episode and let's do a little recap so last week you all went to poker rock a place you haven't been for a while since the beginning of season two uh the place where you got your airship done by Aesop. you went there to not only visit him but also to uh darian you were looking to try and manufacture something to help with your vision mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so you were looking for some sort of craftsman there um you all flew down. Uh, Randy and Apophis went to go get supplies for the ship for the journey for, to Jadu. Um, and you all went about doing your own tasks. Norman, you got the, the level juice liquid tattooed into your arm, oh, yeah. which could just slowly poison you. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, but you know what? Pretty rad. Yeah, you went full maverick there, Adam. I hadn't considered that it could poison me until just now. 
<laughs> That's coming from the DM, so maybe I'm good. When I was editing that episode, I was like, this guy, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, you got a tattoo. Uh, Darian and Dog Zippy went off because you were all trying to lay low in, in your cover because you saw there was a lot of golden guards around the town from Orem, and you learned through context clues and through overhearing that basically Orem seems to be in a state of chaos right now because there's basically two sides of a faction. Some, the lower class of Orem, wanting the blue pills uh, and wanting uh, wanting the bullet pill to to basically, you know, do exactly what Lou Blonger wants, which is to, you know, achieve their dreams, get that shortcut, get that power that they're not inherently gifted with. Um, and then obviously there's the other side that sees that as an issue and they want to overthrow the king there, it seems. They want to overthrow Comb. It's in a state of chaos. They don't think that it's fair that, you know, the kings can only be and queens can only be decided from a certain bloodline. Uh, it, it's a mess, guys. But the world keeps turning. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault. You, but you guys, as somewhat poster boys for this organization of ammo that you're definitely not friends with, um, stay low. And you went into the Poker Rock Mountains to search for this stuff. You went to Aesop's uh, airship hangar, and it seems like he's gone. It seems like he's been hired out by somewhere else. Um, and you can see as you scoured around, you found some extra blueprints for airships, specifically one for the Sparrow that he never implemented, but was probably planning to eventually. Uh, and you picked up the blueprint and it said Heaven Buster. It seems like it's a gun, a giant cannon upgrade for your airship if you can manage to make it. Darian, after seeing that, you got a burst of inspiration and now you think you can build anything and we'll see if that that is true. <laughs> like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do a lot of time skips, I'm sure. Uh, and then lastly, you actually ran into Bradley because there's a lot of refugees from Orem right now in Poker Rock. And Bradley told you about Marley and Paige being missing, and you found out they're actually hiding because of your scrying in Camp Wanawamp of all places. Bradley demanded that you guys help him find Marley and Paige. Um, but you guys obviously have better things to do, <laughs> more important things to do. Um, and so Bradley left in a huff, and you guys continued your quest now off to the magic floating city of Jadu. We're also not going to steal a child from his parents, okay? We've got yeah, some level of standards here. Sure, okay. <laughs> um, but anyways, guys, two weeks have passed. You flew northwest from poker rock over the ocean and you just kept going and flying and you've been over the ocean for two weeks now what have you all been doing in that time we'll start with darian okay over the two-week period after our little uh events on poker rock there uh darian decided that he I was going to Thanos, grab the gauntlet, and fine, I'll do it myself. Um, and decided work, he was going to start working on a side project where he was going to start constructing his own eyes um, and figure out some of the mechanics of that because he's got some, um, actually some pretty powerful magical items chilling in his pockets that he's got some confidence could work as some, some catalysts that he's probably going to need some help with. Um, but so he need, wants to create kind of like the vessels that will help house these. Um, so I, he's been constructing these uh, almost steampunkish mechanical eyes with irises that close like the aperture of a camera. Um, and he's been fiddling with those. Um, 
to build himself a new set. So Seth, what, what kind of progress did I did I make over the, the two weeks? I will need you to make a slight of hand check to see how well you did. I'm going to use my point of inspiration <laughs> I got from the shop. Um, on this? <laughs> I, on this? Look, I want them done. Okay, okay. Actually, okay no, I want to use a point of inspiration. I'm going to use a luck point. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. That's what I'm reset, talking about. So I'll take that, it. That's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, Darian, no. <laughs> that's a 15 plus 3 on the sleight of hand because I'm not proficient. Uh, so that's 18. So you've made pretty considerable considerable progress on this. Um, you seem to have made this eye shape. Uh, you kind of have like a little lens trigger on the side that like opens and closes this iris in a spiral fashion. Um, but uh, you seem to have basically one and a half done. Uh, as done as it could be. You don't really know how well this is because, you know, obviously you're not an expert in biology or eyes. Well, I've killed enough things to have some kind of Also, idea. it's been tough because you know you have Pepper, you have Pepper with the goggles, like Pepper the Hawk Fox like in a baby pouch on your chest at all times helping you see. So it's difficult to get your craftsmanship to the level it normally would be um because it's hard to keep a Hawk Fox focused. Um but yeah, you seem to have at least one and a half pretty much there. We'll see if they actually work when the time comes. And when Ooh. I uh, are you ready to gouge your eyes out? <laughs> but is that is that the plan? Well, well it, I mean, maybe we'll see. Connor, we'll see just all right, be all right. careful, um, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if anybody here has played a uh, Dead Space Two. Um, there's a pretty good moment there if you've gotten towards the end of the game. Um, in between that, the regular ship responsibilities for Darian are engineering. So he kind of was taking care of the ship. And when he needed kind of a, to take a break as well, he was just kind of familiarizing himself with the schematics of the ship uh, for the possible improvements so that when we're ready to, to make some of those changes, um, he has a basic understanding of what's going on. Hey, Connor, do we know that you're working on your eyes or are you keeping that private? Uh, I, would, I would say the eyes are a little yeah he's keeping that kind of private okay good to know speaking of norman let's move on to you what were you doing during the two weeks okay just a few things i'll keep this quick um the most pragmatic of all um i just want to refine some of the glyph um glyphs of in the guards and wards spell that i do every night um okay just so that they're canon so they're established because after the whole thing in Poker Rock, I'm more concerned than ever that someone could attack us or try to board the ship, you know, some sometime. So I want to make it so that there's a password to get on the ship. Everybody on the ship knows it. And I'm going to include uh, Robin in that. And the password is, it's a song one. And it goes, come listen to the tale I know. And so Connor and uh, Jake, if you guys want to sing that, just to make sure you know it. Come listen to it, tale I know. <laughs> Great. Come listen to the tale I know. Perfect. You guys and see that's how it's... That's, that's a musical. Wrap it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did it. <laughs> see how it goes into like the Dorian mode, not the Darian. But it didn't key change. But see, it just proves the power of the human ear. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. So I do that. The next thing I want to do, and this is really quick, is I just want to try again to make some tomato soup. Roll performance. Okay. <laughs> so... Last time I rolled the two, so I have. I really hope I don't do worse. 
Hey, 22! Yes! That's some pretty dang good soup. Yes! Okay. Um, we'll make a side episode about how good it is. And then <laughs> the last thing I want to do, I just want to have a quick conversation with James one night. Uh, just like after everyone's gone to bed and if he's doing the autopilot thing, I want to go talk to him real quick. Sure, yeah. One night he's up there driving the ship and you come in. Okay. Mm, yes. Hey, James, I uh, don't know if you're hungry. I brought you some leftover tomato soup from earlier today and I, I brought you some hot coffee do we have that hot uh, something hot to drink some mulled wine okay thank you i appreciate it listen i i want to talk to you for you for a few moments um i know that things have not been easy with us you know lots of ups and downs quite literally with the ship but you know you've you came on with us rather incoincidentally and I don't think anyone could have properly warned you what you'd be in for when you did. You know, it was definitely did. I didn't see my my time going this way, but you know, it's not all bad. Gives me some sort of purpose. Better than being a butler in a in a mansion, I guess. You know, you know there are advantages. You get to see the world, and to some some refined or uh, confined degree, albeit, but. You know, James, I'm going to take a sip of my mulled wine. The world is changing. And the chess pieces are at play, so to speak. And things are becoming more dangerous for us. And I want you to know, it's a priority that you're safe as well. And I have ideas of what you could do in the new world. Once things are are done and we have this piano key and hopefully the world is once again calmer, more balanced. And if you're open to it, I'd love to talk to you about that more one day. Listen, if you're trying to do a zippy thing or like an ammo company selling me pills, I'm not... No, 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 nothing like that. I Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> I don't need a career counseling right now. I'm freaking like almost 60. I know, but you, do you know what, I'll talk to you about this later, but I just want you to think on it, about what you'd like your life to look like when one day uh, this is all over. Probably all you off my airship, and I'd be like cruising in the Bahamas. You ever heard of those? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look at the map right now. Can, can you show it to me? No, because it's not made yet. Oh. It's a fantasy land I've been thinking of. Okay, well, in enjoy the soup, enjoy the wine, and we'll talk, talk another time, all right? Sure. Okay, thanks, James. Have a good night. Norman leaves, and James looks at the soup, and then he reaches down in a bag and pulls out, like, his own lunch, and he's like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my no! Man, I want at least a persuasion check. Or so no. The amount of times you've kind of butchered this soup, it's really hit or miss because of the dice rolls. <laughs> no! The waste of a 22. All right. All right. Zippy, what'd you do in the two weeks? First, uh, I connected with uh, Apophis and wanted to continue 
some Apophis training with him, with his, you know, you don't, you don't go through the Colosseum like every single year and become the most feared person in there without uh, something to, to teach to someone. Sure. But then also not win any year as well. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to connect with Apophis and see what else he has to teach me. So you've been, you've transformed the the storage room that you blasted a hole through in that has the bike stored and everything. Uh, that storage room into almost like a part of it into a gym, like a gym in a garage kind of thing. Yeah, because he um, was kind of in charge of that, right? Yeah. Uh, you can see the hole is still like really poorly patched over <laughs> with like a really shoddy job. A lot of breeze comes in, which is actually kind of nice because it gets pretty sweaty. He is there. a snake man. There's uh, only so much he can do. But you see it's like cut to one time during the two weeks he has like the immovable rod in the air uh and you're kind of like doing pull-ups on it he's like come on one more one more <laughs> i i don't know why i'm throwing up um uh, is this really necessary i'm kind of more like a druid class you think druids could do this man you're gonna be freaking blowing plants out of the ground after this you don't need that. You don't need to do any of the magic. The magic's in your muscles, man. Now, now, give me a kachow. Kachow. <laughs> okay, kind of weak, but <laughs> let, let's keep going. All right, one more, one more. Come on, str- strength check me. Strength check me. Kachow. Strength check. That is sixteen minus one. That is a fifteen. You're like just getting your chin over the bar. It's like, all right, down. Okay, okay, one more. I know I said one more before, but one more. <laughs> Keep doing this. All yes. right. Uh, that's a six minus one. It's a five. <laughs> you can't. Like, your arms aren't moving. You're kicking your little legs in the air, and they're not moving. And he's like, all right, all right. Take it, take it, take it down. We got to take a break. Okay. <laughs> we have the bar now, literally. Now your new goal is to beat your one and a quarter reps. Because that's all you managed to do. Man. Take a break, though. That was a solid 20-second workout. Thanks. <laughs> how's... How's... How's it been, um... Being on this ship, and... And... I don't want to say we kidnapped you, but... Uh, how's it been? It's kind of been pretty easy breezy, honestly. I, I kind of like this chill lifestyle because before I was constantly training for like the Coliseum of Ganala, right? Like for those for those games, and now I'm just kind of training for me, which is kind of cool, you know? <sighs> yeah. I, I have had to do some major adjusties though to my freaking workouts because having one arm kind of kind of no fun. Yeah, I guess that that explains your your much enlarged other arm. Yeah, I know. I think it has got more toned. Can't say the same for the other one because it's empty. Oh. Well, I just want to say thanks for helping me train, and I I always just feel like I'm second fiddle to the other guys a lot of the time. And, yeah, I kind of got that vibe too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have my magic, but they're always kind of just like. It's not so much the height, but it's like if if Darian sees a rock or a door that needs to be pushed open, he always calls on Norman. Listen, between me and you, I can see 
kind of in the future of how this whole thing's gonna go. You might be second fiddle now, but if you stick with me in this in this regimen I'm putting you on, you're gonna be number one real soon. Cause I mean, Norman's putting on the pounds with that soup. He makes it way too often, and it's half alcohol. That's totes not unhealth. That's not that's totes unhealth. But then then you got freaking Darian. I haven't seen him do anything for like two weeks. He just holds up in his room and is like reading books or like playing his little Legos. I know. <laughs> I, 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 Zippy like jolts up. I, I I didn't want to say anything, and I'm glad you said it because I think we're all thinking it. He's kind of become more of a hermit these days. I know. Honestly. I might have to give him a pep, you know, a little pep talk. But also, I don't want to do that until he's hit rock bottom. Because I find it's better to let people just fail and fail hard on their own than come in as a mentor, kind of like what I did with you when you were at rock bottom, and then just swoop them up, take them into your loving arms, freaking train them into freaking muscle babies. But didn't, <laughs> didn't, but didn't you? You like fail every year at the Coliseum, and you were stuck in a rut to the point where you were almost well, considered. Zip, I think you should not talk. <laughs> Shut up. You <laughs> saw how fucking tough it was, and you saw how rigged it was against me. Really, everyone. Okay, I'd like to see you be with those odds. You guys kind of had. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I didn't want to say this, but I don't really think your win is legit because you know, bugs came in and they kind of messed it all. So technically, you haven't won either. I'm so. Whoa, whoa! Looks like we're on the same level. Now don't test me again, or I'm gonna knock you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. I-, I was just letting my my frustrations out and taking it out on you. You're right. All right. Let's focus more on Darian. He needs to work harder. <laughs> okay. You get in this kind of cycle of just goss, and it's it's it... deflections. My game. <laughs> exactly. Well, enough deflection. Let's give me 20 hops. One time. And we fade out into the rest of the week. Also, I should note, in your dream, Zippy, you've still just been outside the tree and you've been trying to block it out. Um, You've actually seen Paige a few times in your dream space. Uh, Norman, you've seen Paige as well. And she's just talked about Camp Womp and nothing really in particular about it. Um, Just that she's having fun. And but, Marley's uh, there too, like like not in the dream, but she confirms it. Not in the dream world, alive. but yeah, Paige says they're all fine. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Anyways, two weeks have passed. And harking back to the beginning of the episode, there's some rain happening right now too. On today. It's raining a lot. The the sea is acting quite violently below your ship. Um, and the clouds you've been trying to fly a little lower because the clouds have been kind of chaotic and thundering. And it's just been really stormy, and the winds are howling. Zippy, you're at the wheel, trying to keep it steady. You're all up in the command deck because you're just trying to survive this storm. James, help me with the wheel. I didn't train you for nothing. Come on, this is your chance to prove yourself. Help me. I... Okay, fine, let me grab the other side. Where are we... Uh, whoa! And it's like turning pretty rapidly and like James kind of knocks into you and then it goes the other way and you knock into James because the wind is just blowing the ship back and forth. Darian! Darian! Can you do something with the wind elementals outside? Uh, yeah. Let me, uh, let me go talk to them, I guess. And Don't I, hesitate! I, just go! I run over to Hurry's balloon and I just kind of like knock on the side and I'm like, Hurry, are you okay in there? Not... Yeah, you should see what it's like outside of the balloon. 
We must go faster. Now, how are we gonna do that? Kane. And you hear Kane on the other side of the balloon just go, yes. Let's punch it. And then you just feel the balloon and see it expanding. And then it starts spinning, but only you only talk to one side. There's uh, Tor and NATO on the other balloon. And, oh, it just, no. <laughs> and you just start like spiraling. Zippy, please roll a strength check again, but with advantage. Not only because you're training, but because James is helping. Yay. Uh, I got a seven is my best one. Minus one is a six. Okay. Uh, you fly off. The, the wheel starts spinning and you go like slingshotting into the wall and you stick to it and then start slowly sliding down the wooden wall. Uh. So if it, if it begins to spin out of control, I, I go to grab the helm so okay. it doesn't go crazy. You grab it, Norman. Make a strength check. Ooh, yikes. Okay. Uh, 14. You are holding it back and you can feel your feet and you can hear your shoes just squeaking on the floor as you're just holding on. Um... <laughs> And you grab it, and you do manage to get it a bit under hold, and it stops slowly spiraling. You're still kind of spinning in a circle. You're just flying in a circle now, but you have got it slightly under control. Can I run to Tor and NATO to try and balance it out? Yeah. I, I sprint across the deck back over to the other side to Tor and NATO and go, Tor, NATO, you need to punch it to balance it out. We're spiraling here. This is my off day. <laughs> We're in the middle of a storm. Come on. Please don't make me grab the sensor. <gasps> no, no. Okay, <laughs> that threat was enough. And okay. you feel the balloon expanding and wind starts gusting out and it kind of straightens out and you're going flying. You quickly look at the paper boat, Norman, on the side and you can see where it was pointing last when Zippy was touching the bowl. Uh, you kind of arc it and turn it into that direction to match uh, so you're back on track but everybody make a perception check Ooh, i love these uh 11 uh 20 not natural um mine's a nine plus four so 13 darian you're uh out in the ship uh on the on the deck and it's just raining and you're getting soaked and you see apophis come from below deck and he's like dude it's getting real shifty down there things are slipping sliding everywhere the horses are going wild Oh, yeah, horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Clappy hooves. Oh. <laughs> Tea leaf and long face clappy hooves. I, uh. And Denmark. Don't get him. <laughs> I, uh, I run down past Apophis to try and go uh, stable some of the gear, uh, soothe the horses, and, and, and depending on how long that takes, check on kind of the, uh, the engines and like the, the plumbing. To make sure that everything is so the pneumatics. That's what it'll, that's what it'll be because it's air. As you're running past Apophis, uh, you hear and you're going to go do that stuff. You hear a crack of lightning and you stop in your tracks and you look up at the sky and you can just see like it's huge thunder, and you can hear Randy who's like tied to the to the ship below just going, "Oh man, this is not feel feel good. I got sealed. That was a spin." And you can. You see some, like, fire ignite b below the ship as, like, vomit and fire just goes into the sea. Um, and Randy just goes, This don't feel good. Oh. Darian, what's up there? And you look up again, and you see lightning crackling and crackling. And you can see 
a form starts to take shape in the storm clouds above. Whoa. Lightning sharp shocks, <laughs> and you can see kind of a skeleton-like arm in the sky, and another kind of elongated, like, arm. It's, it's like an x-ray vision of, like, these arms in the clouds and these puffs. And then you see two balls of electricity flash real bright, and it makes these eyes. And you can see Darren above you forming down from the heavens above in the storm clouds is taking this kind of almost top half human shape. Is a storm elemental. A massive storm elemental. And they start, one of their arms is like flashing with lightning again, and it strikes. And you can see its hand is starting to close and it's starting to turn into a finger gun. And then one more bolt of lightning shows the arm and then the hand in a finger gun formation. The lightning shoots out of the gun hand and boom, right into the side of your ship. You see it just crashes in down below. You can hear wood shatter. And you can tell that this thing wants to take you all down. So please, <laughs> roll for initiative. Yeah! Shit. This is scary. Oh, man. Oh, baby. Okay. Uh, 14 again for medium. Uh, that's a 15 plus 3 again. That's 18. Uh, mine is a 14 as well. Hey. It's a 10. Yeah. I believe Zippy has higher decks, so Zippy goes before Norman. Okay. Okay. So... You see above, Apophis turns to you, Darian, and goes, I could take him if I had both my arms. I don't know if I can do this right now. <laughs> Apophis, I, get I, below deck and take care of the horses and gear. Do you have like a crossbar? I can't use a... B- uh, fine, okay. And he goes, slithers down. And he's going to deal with the ship below. You hear Randy just go, guys. <laughs> and he's like barfing fire. He's like, oh, I can't. It's like Randy probably won't be much help here. He's mega seasick. Um, James turns to you, Norman and Zippy, and goes, Norman, give me the wheel. You two, deal with that thing. I'll keep it steady. Okay, you got it. Darien, the rain pelting down on you. You look up, and you go first. This thing is about 100 feet away, straight up in the sky, right above you. And it's quite gigantic. I am first going to shout up uh, in primordial at him and say, hey, do you want to let us pass? And assuming he probably just stares silently and stoically, Darren just goes, no? Okay. And he throws the dancing blade straight up into the air. And as it does, you see all of a sudden it blips out of existence as this array of golden plates kind of appear. These like golden ornate um, geometric patterns. And you see the dancing blade emerge out from them and start to rain towards him as I conjure a barrage. And he has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, describe that while I roll, just what barrage is. So you throw a weapon or... Uh, or fire a piece of uh, ammunition into the air to create a cone of identical weapons that shoot forward and then disappear. Each creature in a uh, cone must succeed in a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay. Uh, well, they. F- well, I think a 15 fails, right? Uh, yes. Okay, well, fail. Roll your damage. 
that's only going to be 10 damage, though. I didn't roll very well. <laughs> okay. It goes flying up, and it all of a sudden duplicates out of all these little portals that you made, and all these dancing blades start raining up towards this giant storm elemental. And you can see some of the blades are getting knocked down from lightning that's arcing off their chest, like just taking care of some of them. But most of them go through and you can see it poofs into the darkness and it kind of recoils as a little hole forms and then closes with storm cloud. They take the damage. All right. Next up is the storm elemental. And since you're the only one on the deck, <laughs> Darian, the rest are inside, it's going to be pointing a finger gun of lightning towards you. You can see it starts arcing and boom, and it shoots. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a 15 plus 7, so 22. I'm also going to... If this is going to be like a, I'm assuming because it's a lightning attack, usually it's got half damage. So I'm also going to use my reaction to cast Absorb Element. Okay. So it should mitigate any damage. They shoot and you dodge as best you can, and it, but it's quick as lightning and you're just a little slow, but it slashes just down your side, but you absorb it, taking zero damage. But it goes for a multi-attack. And the other hand turns into a gun and boom, shoots another arc of lightning right down at you. Please make another dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Oh my gosh. You got this, man. Uh, but that's still an 18 plus 7, so 25 on the dex save at least. <laughs> okay. You dodge and it shoots down and you dive again. But the residual shock of it hitting the deck just catches you slightly and you take 16 damage. Okay. Next up is Zippy. You're inside the little enclosed space where you steer the wheel and everything, that little housed area. The deck is just outside, and you see Darian just d jumping from lightning bolt to lightning bolt. What do you do? Uh, how far away is the elemental? It's starting to fly down. It was 100 feet. Now it's 70 feet. Is there like a weakness kind of table that's like, is thunder elemental weak against another type of like, like kind of element? That's, that's cheating. I'm not going to tell, well, <laughs> I will not stop you from Googling, but I will not give you the information willingly. Um, so Zippy uh, runs out of the cabin as he trusts uh, James to kind of keep things under control in there. Good luck, James. This is your final exam. Um, and then he runs out and then uh, Zippy closes his eyes and touches the f base actually he, he rummages through his backpack pulls out some little like gravel stones throws them on the ground and then conjures them in his hand and I'm going to summon an earth elemental but I'm going to do a level 6 spell version to make it a challenge rating 6 earth elemental whoa Dang, dude. Arise! Okay. You see on the deck of the ship, just forming out of thin air, it starts with like a little seed in your pocket that you put out, and then growing from the seed, it starts like a plant is blooming, and then rock, 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 rock just appears, because uh, magic. And it turns into a fully-fledged earth elemental. And it just looks at you and goes, hmm. And DM, because it's so uh, far away, I know uh, Earth Elemental usually does melee things. Can I, like, get him to tear th rocks off him to throw, but at the cost of health, maybe? 
Uh, I will do it at the cost of his multi-attack, I'll say, because yeah, that is not an Earth Elemental thing. Okay, thank you, DM. You're the best. <laughs> yes, One more great. time. Just DM. One more time. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll, so this will be like hit. I I have to hold concentration for that, but can I attack right now? Then. Yep. Roll to hit. Okay. Does it have a catchphrase? Rock'em sock'em. Sick. That's the best I could come up with. <laughs> hey, blame but the elemental, he's, he's, not you, man. It's him. He's he's he might still be like a baby in head because he was just born. Because I just rolled a six. <laughs> uh, to hit? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> they, they're they're like chunks of uh, their earth is just connected some by like roots of plants, but also some just like levitating with the magic and the element. Uh, and you can see it takes one of its floating rocks and it just goes, burn the rock, and then it just chucks it up. And it goes, and it just goes straight up and then comes crashing down and just misses the ship and goes into the sea below. And he's like, uh, uh, I'm uh, rusty. Do better. I didn't birth you for nothing. Uh, and then on my, my extra action, can I rush down to the to the under deck where uh, the, I assume there are holes from the thunder like shot? Uh, yeah. I think because I, I can still hold my concentration with the Earth Elemental. You rush down and you see Apophis is trying to patch it up. And he's like, dude, it's not great. It's like the kitchen. It's like part of the cabinets no, and a bit of the stove is the gone. <laughs> and you can see it's just a <laughs> hole right in the side. And uh, the rain's just coming in. And he's just hard at work hammering. And he's like putting his head against the wall with like a board and then hammering because he doesn't have two hands. So he's just trying to keep it steady with his head. And he's like, dude, this is mega tough. All right, seeing what's happening down here, I'm going to end my turn here, but next turn I'm going to do some uh, some help down here while my, my stone friend upstairs helps out Darian and crew. All right. Norman, you're in the cabin, and you see an Earth Elemental and Darian on the deck. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, James, you're good? As good as I can be. Okay, good luck. I'm going to run out, and I'm going to see Darian within 60 feet of me, and I'm going to say, Darian, sailing through the wind, fighting till the end. Darian, stay strong and see uh, and give us a win. I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on him as my bonus uh, action. Okay. Okay. And so that's a D8 for you that you can add to an attack roll or a saving throw or an ability check. And then I am going to pull back my sleeve on my commoner's cloak, the brown shirt, and I'm going to reveal my mirror tattoo. And I'm going to get ready to cast two spells at once, basically. Uh, within one turn. So the first one I'm going to do is called Phantasmal Killer. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Let me sit, try to save here. Oh, okay. Uh, close. 16. <laughs> I'm like okay. literally like a hair off every time now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, 4d10 psychic damage. Here, I'll roll it right now. <laughs> Joke's on you, it doesn't have a brain! <laughs> oh, got him. 29 points of psychic damage. Okay, you see, just all of a sudden your phantasmal force goes up, magic wave goes up, and poof, you can see a burst of lightning as its hands that were in finger guns pointing at the ship now go to hold like their head shape and their eyes, and it's just booming with lightning. Uh, they seem like they're in pretty substantial pain. Okay, and then I'm going to... Uh, put my sleeve back 
and I'm going to touch the ring of the grammarian on my hand. And I'm going to say, I've always wanted to try this one. And I'm going to ready, if I can, a reaction. If I can, Seth, I'm going to turn thunder wave into thunder save. Thunder save? What, what, what are you thinking with this? I'm trying, like, if it's going to attack us with, like, a lightning attack, I want to mitigate some of the damage with it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. You go to cast Thunder Wave, and it bursts out from you, but then you can see it just kind of curls, this, like, force that comes from you, and it curls over your head, and you're kind of in a little bubble now. Oh, sick. I love D&D! It's so cool! Okay, <laughs> awesome. And that I, ring is, like, really stretches a DM's creativity. <laughs> it's like, how am I going to make this work? And I'll use the, right. the rest of my movement to get within 20 feet of Darien. All right, you move over the, on the deck, and the bubble follows. All right, back to the top. Speak of the devil, it's Darien. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Time to pull out some utilities, fellas. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to draw the black bow and then I'm going to whisper over my shoulder to Pepper and say, all right, look steady, girl. And then I'm going to use my reaction to trigger Guile of the Serpent, which is part of my Ganala Mail, um, the armor I got not that long ago. Um, and now aware of my enemy's openings and weaknesses in combat, I get additional movement speed and I also get an additional attack if I take the attack action. So I'm okay. going to do that and activate with my bonus action, because I haven't used that no. yet. I'm going to activate my Hunter's Mark, uh, which gives me additional damage on a hit. So I, as you see this kind of like shroud of a snake, kind of like this holographic green aura kind of sit over Darian's head, you see this almost green looking organic target kind of form around the chest of this elemental and phase into it as the mark is placed and then he draws the bow and fires off three arrows okay well a lot of regret on my end right now <laughs> for, for giving some items but go ahead let's see okay. roll to hit on all of them uh 14 to hit doesn't hit you do have a bardic inspiration i have a bardic inspiration that adds four 18 Yes. <laughs> hey, okay, thank nice. you, Norman, for the bardic inspiration. Okay, second arrow. Are lightning elementals immune, immune to lightning damage? Uh, I will not tell you that, but uh, everybody's trying to get me to just say their immunities right now. Because I used absorb element, technically there would be lightning on the shot as well. Um, well, uh, Okay, well, second attack. Um, plus uh, that, I'm going to use a luck point before you tell me the results. Because I know that probably didn't hit. And that's better. That's a 21 to hit. That will hit. And then that's an 18 to hit. That will hit. So I'll make the numbers quick for explanations. Basically, the hunter's mark gives me an additional 1d6 damage per hit. Every arrow shot is 1d8 plus 3. Um, and then <laughs> if the lightning damage does anything, technically that's an additional... I think it's only 1d6 on the absorb element as well. Just let me know before I bother rolling it if it's going to do damage. All right, listeners, editing Seth, watch this. So in total, that is 34 damage. Okay. Uh, Pepper on your chest is looking straight up and just goes, Gochaka! And choo-choo-choo, three arrows go flying from your bow um, up into 
the storm elemental and you can see they're tipped with lightning so it's like lightning streaks going up as lightning is just like erupting from this uh elemental and it goes up and even though the lightning doesn't do any damage the arrows still do and they have to make three saves uh to see if they're not blinded because it's the black bow dc 18 and they are blinded however thankfully they might have blind sight, but we'll see. Uh, but essentially, it goes through, and you can see some of the lightning around their eyes seems to be dimmer. But now, it's the Storm Elemental's turn. They've been just like kind of used as a punching bag for the last little bit, and they're going to just ex- extend one of their storm hands. And you can see it's just billowing and growing and growing, and it's coming down. It turns like the clouds are separating into these like fingers, and the lightning's coursing through, showing kind of like a skeletal hand inside. And you can see the cloud kind of like grabs the top, and it's going to thunder pulse. Everybody, even Zippy down below. No! Please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, man. Darian, stop it! Oh, <laughs> ouch. Okay. Uh, a six, Seth. That's a nine. 13 plus okay. one, that's a 14. The only guy who doesn't see it coming makes a good save. <laughs> I sense something. Your whiskers are tingling. Actually, I'm going to use another luck die. It's uh, it's even worse. So uh, <laughs> wasted that one. All right. Well, uh, that's not great for you guys. So basically, the hand is like the smoke and cloud is like filling over the top. You, Norman, and Darren, you're all inside the smoke as it just kind of like consumes the ship. You can see basically it's like its thumb is coming down the side and it's coming over the whole uh, zippy that you're helping Apophis with and you can just see and you can feel all the hairs on your arms and your entire body zippy just starting to lift and raise as you feel electric energy coming and you can see pulsing down the arm lightning and then and it pulses and none of you saved. And everyone besides Norman, because of Thunder Save, takes 38 damage. Oh, oh my gosh. And you each go flying 30 feet. Oh. Darian and Norman, boom, it pulses, and you just get flown out of the cloud, and you're flying through the air. Both of you have been sent off the ship into the air. Zippy in below, you and Apophis get boomed and blasted and you fly through the kitchen and hit the other side of the sparrow, just hitting the wall there. And the whole ship just shakes. And you see the ship is starting to, you can hear the pipes and the engine is starting to like fail as it's starting to head towards the sea. Darian and Norman, you're falling. The sea is only about 70 feet below you. You see the ship is starting to fall too as the hand lets go and is going back up into the clouds. And you are all falling wow. into the ocean. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna take a break. No! Wow. Oh no.
Well, what a crazy and fun time we're having. Hello, everybody. Midroll Seth here. Um, just giving you a few quick announcements before we get back into the storm. Uh, literally. So, uh, let's get right to it. First off, shout out to Randy, our Legend Tier patron. Uh, you are such a support to us, along with all the other patrons and the new members that have joined recently. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And if you listening want to become a patron, go ahead and do it. I recommend either like, you know, the $2 tier or $5 tier. Um, there's higher tiers, but I won't talk about those really, unless you want some music and vlogs and stuff. But at the $2 tier, you get access to our Discord, uh, which is a cool community just uh, for patrons and the cast. So you can directly interact with us. Uh, we also play games like Jackbox Among Us, and sometimes we run one-shots for everybody, and other people in the community run one-shots for each other. So it's really cool. So if you're looking for some D&D games to play, it's also a great place for that. Um, and at the $5 tier, you actually get bonus content. So bonus episodes, uh, and also, uh, some behind the scenes after show stuff. So it's called discussions by the dungeon. Adam hosts it. And it's essentially, we all just sit down and, uh, and talk with Adam and, and discuss the show and our characters and, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and it's a good time. So if that, if that doesn't sell you, who's, who doesn't want a good time? Uh, but if you want a free community instead of the Discord one, we also have our Reddit page, uh, r slash cheaper by the dungeon, where you can come and hang out and share memes and stuff about the show. Uh, and if you're looking for other types of community, man, I feel like I've used the word community like 17 times. Okay, so other communities online is, you know, social medias. So like Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon, or Facebook, Cheaper by the Dungeon. Just put it in the searchy thing there. Or Instagram, Cheaper underscore Dungeon. We're all over the place, so you can find us easily uh, and, and stay up to date with us and, and look at our cool art and other stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, what else do I got? Man. Uh, I'm scattered today, everybody. My my brain's been lightning jumbled. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Uh, iTunes and stuff. <laughs> uh, we like those. We like reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, wherever you can review us. We or or rate us. It really, we really appreciate it because it really helps us move up the rankings, so we're more visible, uh, and people can find our show easier. So if you got a minute. It would really mean a lot to us if you just go and uh, send us a review or a rating. It takes two seconds. Uh, and you might be able to even do it just like on your phone, especially if you're using Apple Podcasts. Uh, so thank you in advance for that. And lastly, let me looky here. Next episode goes up in two weeks on May 25th. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we are heading to Jadu, and the arc is starting now. So... I will let you get back to the episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. And we're back. And all of you are falling out of the sky, some off the boat and some in the boat, uh, or in the airship, falling down. And this, uh, this storm elemental is still brooding overhead. Um, with finger guns ready to blow. But it's still their turn, and they're just to end their turn now, they're going to have to take uh, a wisdom saving throw to see if they can dodge the phantasmal killer thing again. That's an 18. No! He makes my save. He meets it, beats it. He All right. It. 
So, so he's no longer under the effects of it. Like he, he's broken free. They shrug it off. I'm gonna say, well, at least it did one thing. Darian, Norman, you're falling. Woo. Um, Zippy, you're picking yourself up off the floor after being knocked back, and it's your turn. The ship sounds like it's sputtering. It sounds like it, it, the the pipes are wheezing. Uh, Apophis, are you okay? <laughs> oh, my chest. <laughs> I'm all right. That was I, nothing. I need your help. The ship is going down. I don't know where the other guys are either. Give me a hammer. Here. And he goes to hit one of the pipes and just like breaks it off. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me try another one. And he arcs his hand back. Are there are there main pipes to the ship? There is. There's kind of like a main engine area uh, that obviously Darren overlooks, and there's lots of valves and gears. Zippy, you're not very familiar with it, but no, you can but do, you'd see some are like steaming. I don't need to be familiar with it. Apophis, go to the main engine room, and I'm sure there's probably a bunch of pipes that are loose. You're gonna have to wrap around them and f- focus them all up and tighten them. Uh, it's, just like what you told me earlier this week. I need you to put all your reps in. I think that's the term that works in this situation. Rep it. I'll I'll rep it up. Rip it up? Oh, I better put the hammer down. I'm bad with this. All right, I'll try, I'll try. And he slithers over there, uh, and you can just hear in the distance, it's hot! Ah! Okay, (laughs) this, uh... He's, like, struggling. Okay, well then, uh, uh, uh... uh, is there there uh, a rocky walkie probably with James? Yeah, there would be. Okay, I rush over to help Apophis, but in the meantime, I go on the rocky walkie. James! Keep it steady where it needs to pull up! And if you see the other two, I don't know, I, I can't hear Darian or Norman anymore. Uh, try and find them with the ship! The cloud just, they're probably up in the sky. It looks like they got consumed. I'll pull up. It's James, hard. Please. I don't know I'm where they trying. are. I'm trying. Um, DM, I'm going to rush over to the Apophis room. And because the pipes are obviously so hot, um, and but Apophis does need to keep the pipes together while we still can. I'm going to I'm gonna see if Zippy, from all his trainings done with Apophis, but also through the whole you know show, can maybe make a pocket ice storm that kind of circles around the pipes to cool them enough for Apophis to kind of keep it together. Okay. Uh, yeah, since, since uh, you've used this spell a few times, and yeah, it should be fine to make it just a bit smaller, more contained, but try and cool off everything. Um, okay. You cast that, and a mini blizzard starts circulating in the room. Snowflakes start appearing out of the air. And you can see Apophis is kind of like tied. His snake tail is wrapped around one pipe, his hand around another. And he's just kind of fully wrapped, trying to keep it all together. And he's holding it. He's like, oh, dude, I think I got... Oh, it's getting cold. Oh, oh no. Mm. His weakness and, is cold. Oh, no. no! Snakes, snakes are cold-blooded. I start shaking him. (laughs) (laughs) He starts shaking him. He's like, (laughs) it's like a, it's like a lawnmower. I'm like, kachow, please. (laughs) (laughs) And you can see, uh, his hand is like slowly losing grip and the steam is coming out and he like collapses to the floor. 
and the pipe breaks off again oh my uh, in God. two different ways and air is seeping out um you have solved the overheating issue uh which is helping it pull up but obviously the volume of air pumping in pumping out of the bags to the thrusters uh is significantly less because of these pipes because of these pipes all right so that's your turn let's go to norman norman you're falling <laughs> the ship is too your right, you flew off the left side, you're falling down, you're actually below the ship and you're making eye contact, you look over and you can see Randy is just dangling from the rope he's tied to the ship with and he's just kind of like out of it because he's been so nauseous. Um, And you see past him is Darian on the other side and you're just falling into the dark sea below. What the heck, I... Come on, Seth. What the heck, man? Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I am going to touch my ring of the Grimarian as I fall. I'm going to say, not light, but flight. And I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm going to tr- try to fly. I'm going to try to fly. Are you, s- Are you serious right now? Oh, wow. Okay. You... Man, that ring is... You're pretty good. That's creative. All right. So you're going to cast light, and you change it to flight. And you can see, as you cast it, light emits from your back, and two almost paladin-like holy wings sprout from your back, and you can feel your descent (laughs) is lessened as you have now these light wings on your back. And with your average wing speed, you should be able to make the 60 feet. Okay, and I'm just gonna like football tackle him to wrap my arms around him and catch him. Darian! Darian is disoriented for his sec because he's still looking through Pepper's eyes, and and Pepper, luckily being a hawk fox, is not unfamiliar with the air and manages to see Norman, and so Darian outstretches his hand to to grab Norman. You both collide, and. Uh, Norman, you tackle him and you're carrying him now and holding him up from the back, uh, just keeping him there afloat in the middle of the air. And you can see the boat now to your side is still descending. You can see it's trying to pull up. You can hear the sputtering and it's just descending to the sea quite rapidly. Uh, But Darian, it is now your turn. Am I going to be able to use a bow like this? (laughs) I'll allow it. Um, so while I'm still here, uh, that armor of the like the Ganalamail armor um, is still active, and if uh, I'm able to use a bow, if Norman's got more of my waist, I am going to trigger my Planar Warrior on my bonus action um, to give me an extra D8 of damage on the first hit, and then I'm going to fire another three shots. Okay, go ahead, roll to hit with all of those. I'm going to use my last luck point because things are looking bad and I need him dead. Um, Okay, that's much better. That's a 16. That does hit. Oh, that is another natural 16. Um, That will hit. And last one is a 10, but plus 7, 17. So all three hit again. That's stupid. Uh, But yes, they all hit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let me do a quick... That's 32 damage total, five of which is force damage. 
Okay, the arrows fly, all three. And you see, they just go, and with the force damage, they kind of puncture through the clouds, leaving holes that do get refilled, but it's puncturing through. Uh, and the lightning just booms again, and you can see that they seem quite in pain. The lightning is starting to flicker less. It's starting to be less powerful, less streaks. Uh, but they take the damage right, right in the chest. Uh, I'm gonna, just as my last kind of like free action, I'm gonna turn to Norman and say, Norman, he's almost dead, get me close. You see um, the, a fist, a giant fist from the storm elemental is being formed and it's coming down to hook and just kind of sideswipe the ship and you guys in the air as it's falling. And the arm is extending and billowing. And I'm going to make each of you make a dexterity check. Zippy, you hear over the phone, uh, your walkie talkie, you hear James just be like, Zippy, cut the power, cut the power. Uh, I, I, I look around the room. Uh, as I'm trying to like uh, see if I can help uh, Apophis, is there is there like a, a breaker or something? There is, but you gotta reach it in time. So make a dex check. Ah! Twenty five for me. That's pretty good, Norman. But I oh, got yeah, a, like a natural a twenty. Oh man, I thought I was gonna have my time to shine. I drop him. <laughs> I let him fall. <laughs> just, just drop him. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that, that's your natural 20. I got a 16 plus 3, so 19. Okay. You each do quite well. This fist is coming down from the side, and it's going to punch. Um, and Zippy, you are running through the pipes, and you jump for this like lever that says emergency break. And you hit it, and you see all the steam that's coming through the pipes just stops. And you can tell there's no air flowing through, and you can just all of a sudden feel you raising up. You can feel a little bit weightless as the ship immediately starts descending even more and faster. Um, and you can see Norman and Darian. You see the ship that's trying to pull up. It's sputtering, just cuts, and it's just nose diving now. And you can see the fist just barely miss it, miss the ship as it ducks under. And you get the same idea, Darian, and you rip Norman's arms off of you, and you fall down, and you quickly tumble backwards, and then use some Zephyr Strike in your feet to just kick off Norman, throwing Norman up and you down to the ocean, and you, the, the fist just goes right in between you two. Uh, Norman, you whip around with your dexterity saving throw and f like curl over the top edge of the fist as it goes zooming through and fly back down, catching Darien once again. Um, this is so freaking sick. I can't believe that we're doing this right now. <laughs> but then you amazing. see it goes for a multi-attack and a lightning finger gun points at you and Darien again, Norman. Can oh I use gosh. my reaction? Yes. You can I use reaction. whip out my bubble cloak and throw a sphere around us to protect us from his next attack. All right, the bubble cloak surrounds you and regardless of what I roll, that's gonna do it. You quickly encase yourself in the bubble and immediately start falling because <laughs> uh, it's heavy and your wings are kind of like pushing up so you're slowly descending, uh, Norman, because your wings can't really flap in this space. It's so small. Um, but the lightning just booms and you can feel it crack 
sparkle over the surface of the of your steel ball uh, from your bubble cloak and just it just knocks off and you all fall. As soon as I hear the ricochet hit and dissipate, I I drop the bubble immediately. You drop the bubble and you your wings expand again, Norman, and you're about 20 feet over the ocean and you can see the ship comes down and it like lands into the ocean and you can see Randy beneath the ship getting dragged he's like and he's like like underneath the water now Zippy you hear, hear and feel and hear the sounds of the ocean it's your turn the insides of the ship are turned off if you pull the lever again you'll turn it back on and you just hear uh, James over the rocky talk you'd be like Zippy I don't know how long we'll float especially with the holes this ship wasn't meant to be on the water. It's meant to fly. I'm just gonna hope that Aesop built this well enough to account for some some water damage. I turn it back on. Okay, you chink. The lever pulls, and you can see it starts sputtering through, and the leaks in the pipes are still happening. Uh, I'll let that be your free action if you want to do something else. Yes. Seth, how are those pipes, like, bent out of shape? Are, are they facing, like, if you looked at them straight on ones on the left and right, per se, are, are they tilt, both tilted inwards or outwards? Or, like, one, they're both you tilted see, left? a lot of them are just kind of, like, some are leaking, some are, are split. The main problem is the one that Apophis was holding, which are these big pipes um, that are about the size of, like, your hand wrapping around it. Um, and they're kind of just bent off. It's like they were connected and the bolts left, so they're like straight pipes, but they're just bent off and they're not connected because the the bolts are loose. But they're bent so outwards or it. inwards? Uh, they're just slightly off-center. Like, if you grab the one and grab the other, you can just pull them back together. Like, am I pulling both or pushing both? You would be pulling both. Okay. Like a Samson type situation. Um, I was thinking okay. more of a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trying to stop a train. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Pull. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, all right. I'm. I look at Apophis on the ground, and he's sleeping slash cold, hibernating. It's winter for him, and I just harken back to the training we did the past couple weeks. And even though he's not here to cheer me on. He's given me the strength to try something that Zippy would normally just leave to Darian or Norman. And I'm going to try to pull these pipes together through Zippy's own strength, even though I have a minus one in strength. <laughs> you got Roll a strength check. Roll a strength check. With advantage. Oh! A 17... Minus one, which is a 16. It's okay. Okay. You grab one pipe. You grab the other. They're not too hot because of the blizzard going on. And you dig deep. What do you say before you start pulling? This is... This is for you! Apophis! Notice me! <laughs> <laughs> you start pulling and pulling and you can you see your arms you can see some of the fur is raised because your veins are popping and you're just 
pulling, pulling. And you feel that 16 that you got with the 17 minus one. You're pulling and pulling. And then you just feel it going 16 in, in the dice. Bing! 17. You get a plus one strength from all your training. <laughs> you you are brought to literally even <laughs> like, like zero. Can I just get like an ability improvement, like to just zero now? Yes, forever? that's an ability score improvement oh, from your training what? efforts. <laughs> it pays to train, boys. You should have known. It. The pipes connect, and you see the steam goes, and you can feel in the back all of a sudden a burst of speed. You can hear you're just skiing on the water. But it's still like not enough, but you're holding it tight, and you just hear James on the Rocky Talk. You just say, Zippy, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. It's working. I hold as much as I can. Norman, you're looking down at the boat, and you can see all of a sudden it's starting to move, kind of like a jet ski, just, just going on the water, hitting the waves. Um, but there's, you can clearly tell water's getting in the back and the side, and you're just there holding Darian. But also, Darian and Norman, I want you to make a perception check real quick. 14 plus 4, 18. Uh, that's a 16. You both notice something's underneath the water's surface. Something oh big. Oh my gosh. Three something bigs. <laughs> you see these long, slender, serpent-like beings are just cresting over the top as soon as something's kind of hit the water. Oh, man. You can see three long, large water drakes have appeared underneath the surface and they're kind of chasing the boat now. They're just kind of like cresting over the water, almost like a dolphin, and chasing the boat that's just going on the water. So Norman, storm elemental above. Boat's getting chased by water drakes. What are you going to do? Norman, bring me bring me as close to the elemental as you can. Not now, Darren. I'm thinking. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> I don't have time to talk to you right now. I'm gonna bring you towards the storm elemental. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say to Darian, the most important thing is protecting the ship from those drakes. You got this. I'll take care of the storm. And I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna do my best to fly over the ship, lower, and to drop Darian onto it. Wait, I, I think I can finish him. Ugh. Fine, I'll I'll fly up. I'll fly up. I fly, and I'm uh, I'm not really in range to do anything else. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'll use my dash action. Actually, I'll fly up. Uh, double movement. Okay. Boom. You go flying up, and you're just flying extremely fast, 120 feet. That'll be more than enough just to get right in the face of this large storm elemental. Darian, you are next. You're getting carried extremely quickly. You can see Pepper's lips are just like flapping in the wind on your chest right now <laughs> as you're just flying up. What do you want to do? So I'm going to distance strike and move in front of the elemental, but triggering my phantom strike, which allows a shadowed version of myself to appear behind the storm elemental, which is going to double the damage on the first attack. And then for the second two attacks from my Guile of the Serpent, I'm going to have advantage on those as well. Um, and so I'm about to roll a lot of dice. So through the power of editing. 
Sorry. Let me, uh, first I'm gonna roll to attack. That's what I'm talking about. That's a 19 to hit. That hits? Just as a note, my last luck point as well. Uh, that's a 22 to hit on the second one. That hits too. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. 10 plus 7. So all three attacks hit. Uh, yeah. That's 72 damage. Wow. That is a hit. Daria. You go up. And you blink in front. And you see a shadow appears on the other end. Norman, you can see it. It's like all of a sudden there's multiple copies of Darian. And then as if they're all blinking at once, just... It's like three incredibly quick attacks just go. And you can see the lightning coursing through, showing the form of this storm elemental. Start disconnecting as like the head floats off as a cloud and the torso floats off as a cloud and the arms float off as a cloud. It got literally just completely diced in the mid middle of the air through this teleportation and and then there's just one Darien probably smirking falling through the air. The storm elemental has been killed. That's our Darien. Choo choo. <laughs> I got three drakes and I'm I'm starting to get winded, boys. <laughs> I am Darian is also bloodied, I should note. Um, Norman, you fly over, catch Darian, and you're 120 feet up. Actually 140 feet up in the air, in the middle of the clouds. And you can actually see now the clouds around are starting to dissipate, and sunlight is starting to seep through. Cut down way down to the ship. Zippy, you're holding on to the pipes with everything you can. And you hear over your walkie-talkie, James, just be like, Zippy, come on, come on, just keep holding it. I think we almost have enough juice. Get, get, Earth Elemental, get it. Why isn't he listening? Get in here and help. <laughs> the Earth uh, Elemental I, has just been standing like chill on, on the deck. Uh, I mentally send the Earth Elemental to help James, but... I'm getting pretty tired myself, I think, because I, I usually do one and a quarter rep. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You're coming up on the quarter. <laughs> you, you, you are feeling your arms getting weak, and James is just like, Almost there. Just one wave, and maybe we can just jumpstart it back into the air. Zippy, make another strength check. While I do, can I can I also while I'm pull, pulling, continuing to pull, can I also subconsciously be like, oh yeah, mend and like, can I mend the pipes at the same time? Is that possible? Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't know why I didn't do that before. Um, <laughs> and strength check, but my strength is no longer minus one. <laughs> that is a sixteen plus zero. <laughs> 16 even <laughs> Zippy's got gains uh, You pull it back And it's attached And you cast men And you solve it. it It like welds together And you can tell you can let go now You let go And as soon as you let go You kind of land on the ground Because you were a little bit elevated when you were doing it And as you land you feel water On the floorboards Right on your feet 
Oh no, is the water starting to freeze too because of the f because of the snowstorm? Slightly, you can see slight ice chunks are starting to form. Yeah, I turn I turn off the this ice storm uh, because I don't need to really do the pipes anymore, and I I uh, I I also use a cantrip to if I can of like warmth because I can I can do like druid craft. Um, I could do a sensory thing, and I, I okay. try to rub my hands on uh, on Apophis to kind of warm it up, him up. Okay. You warm him up quickly, and uh, you feel he starts to like kind of slowly wake up. He's like, oh, well, dude, oh, why is it all wet? Oh, you're okay. And I and I like hug him, and I was like, I. I did what you you could. I I held the pipes together through strength. Uh, it looks welded to me though. <laughs> no, no, I held it. It was like a total moment. Cool. Uh, I'm sure you did, bud. I mean, oh. Let's keep doing the reps. This isn't an excuse. This is, I, I'm not gonna take this as like, oh, I can't work out tomorrow because <laughs> I did this. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. You gotta stay on the schedule, man. Ugh. It doesn't matter. We need to we need to help the guys up top. Come with me. All right. Here, help me up. Uh, help him up. You get underneath his arm, and you're carrying him out of the engine room, and you're back into the kitchen area, and you can see the water coming in. But you can also see out the side of the hole, you can see the head rising above the sea of a water drake. What the hell is going on up here? And you can just hear it go <laughs> as it arcs away from the boat before arcing back to slam into the side. And you can see it's coming and it's like a huge tidal wave. This thing is going to slam this boat and probably sever it in two. And you just see Apophis just go, Zip, I'm not a strong swimmer. Oh, me neither. James, punch it! Punching! Come on! And you can see it's coming. The water drag is coming closer and closer. And uh, then you see... Wait, 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 wait. Can I do something or have I done enough sure, on this turn? Sure, do something. Uh, I'm going... Wait, where are the other guys? They're still up in the air. So, DM, what I'm going to do is to kind of try to stop this tentacle from calling, falling down on the serpent. Uh, I'm going to just last ditch for do control water and I'm going to do whirlpool to try to shift its body enough so that it loses its kind of balance and aim and hits its, its kind of arm tentacle thing behind the ship instead. Alright, I will make a strength check. Okay, they, they fail. So, please roll your damage. It's 2d8. Man, you're gonna kill this thing. Easy. <laughs> one was a one, and the other was an eight. So it was a nine! Nine damage. As the whirlpool, it's starting to come, but then the whirlpool, you generated just outside the ship, so far enough so it just gets the oncoming water drake, and it's full body, it's coming, and it kind of gets sucked under and turns and like whips around, and you can see just a wave like crests in two and like kind of a splash of water comes through the hole um, 
and it hits you in Apophis in the face, the water, but the, the boat just rocks. It doesn't get slammed. Um, but it's taking on a lot of water now. You hear Apophis just be like, okay, uh, what do we do? Pouch it, go upstairs, help James. I'm already using, I have, I have to keep it off balance. We need to get in the air like now. Zippy, Apophis, you are both just freaking out. You're like, this is just a terrible situation. But then you hear the horses just whining and squealing. But then the horses calm down and you don't hear their squealing anymore all of a sudden. And you hear a door creak open. And out you see squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh, jeez. Here, get your wetsuit on. I've got spares. And he throws them. Bradley is in your freaking ship. Double stowaways recently. Not only Skeleton Girl, but Bradley. Who's in charge of security on this ship? Yeah. Uh, well... (laughs) Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because, like, there was a lot of maze and fog and stuff, and I got lost, but I, I followed the horses' voices. And then I kind of was just singing, like, the tunes that I, like, and after I was singing one, all of a sudden it was all unlocked. Ooh, dang it. My passwords are too catchy. <laughs> Bradley, stay down. It's too dangerous for you. What, what the heck are you doing here? You're getting chased. I got to do something. This is bad. Here, come with me. This might help. I need I need your help, though. And he runs up the stairs to the top deck. Uh, I follow him. I don't know. Like, I'm just more trying to catch him and to, to stop him from making a fool out of himself, which he's bound to do. James on the top deck is also just surprised that Bradley is here. But you are on the top deck, and looking behind, you can see the three water drakes following the ship still, the one farther behind that got whirlpooled, but they're gaining on you. And Bradley's like, do you got thaumaturgy or something? Uh, I don't. Uh, James? No. And then you see flying down. <sighs> I imagine Norman and Darian, you want to land back on the ship? Yes. I'm- Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Superhero landing. <sighs> Norman and Darian, you see Bradley all of a sudden there in his wetsuit. And he looks and he's like, oh, you guys, good. Uh, I need help. Thaumaturgy. Sure. Okay. Now let me get on your shoulders. I, I need to. I need visual. Con- I don't know if this will work. I've never done this, but it's worth a shot. I'll, I'll grab him, put him on my shoulders, and I'll fly up ten feet. Okay. He just looks out at the three water drakes, and he just goes, "Okay, lift!" And it like echoes his voice, and you see the water drakes immediately go underneath the ocean, out of view. And then you feel the boat. You have to all hang on as you feel. And Norman, you flying 10 feet above immediately are flying zero feet above as the ship is just lifted like seals with balls on their nose by the three water drakes thrown into the air. And you can feel the sputtering of the air elementals and the air pipes as you're all thrown into the air. And then poof, the airship is airborne again not perfect but it's airborne and the water drakes flop 
back into the sea. Wow. The heck? Uh, is it still storming? The storm is breaking, and you guys are heading upwards and upwards <sighs> through the storm. And you're going up through the clouds as the sun is breaking through. And you just see Bradley turn to you, Norman, and says, Thanks! <laughs> Woo! Man, I did not think that was going to work. Am I right, guys? <sighs> guys? Bradley! And I'm going to take him off my shoulders. I'm going to put him on the deck. And I'm going to say, What are you doing here? What are you thinking? You stowed away on a ship. Now we're going to look even more like criminals. Yeah, well, you guys weren't helping find Marley and Paige, so I thought, well, better come with you guys and force you to do it. Bradley, we know where Marley and Paige are. We know that they're safe. What? Why didn't you say that? Well, we just found out with some magical scrying abilities, uh, trademark of Zippy there, but Hi. The, the good news is you don't need to worry, and we're get, we have to get you back home as, as fast as possible. Well... Now I feel like an idiot, because I I didn't realize they were safe! Why didn't you scry in front of me? Bradley, it wasn't the time. You caught us in a freaking alleyway. Yeah, well, you guys keep just disappearing, and I didn't know who to turn to. Just drop me off wherever Paige is, and I'll be good. Unfortunately... Wherever that is. Here's the bad news. Unfortunately, it's entirely off-route. And we, and I'm going to look over at Darian and Zippy. I'm going to say, unless the guys like really disagree with me on this, we're really pressed for time. Like, we've been traveling for a long time now, and, and we have to get to our destination because there are higher stakes than, than any one of us. Am I, guys, what do you guys think? You're right, Norman. It, it, sorry, what was that? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm, you're right. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> um, We're weeks past. How long was I in that room with the horses? Nobody ever visits the horses, by the way. What did you eat? James brings some, like, food. Like, like the horses eat pretty well. Honestly, it's kind of like a three-course meal every day. James, did you know he was on the ship? No, I didn't. But I did notice the horses droppings were slightly off color from lack of nutrition something was definitely getting in the feed this all makes sense now <laughs> I can see if you weren't wearing your glasses he does look a little horse like well I was kind of hiding because I thought well I'll just wait till you guys land and then and then you know figure it out but you guys didn't land for a long time you're still not landed but kid you are way way off the mainland <sighs> This place is turning into a hotel. Look, we were we're we're weeks, even off the coast. We, Bradley, we picked you up in Pokerock. The Paige and Marley, they're they're all outside of Orem, and we've gone way out into the ocean. There's there's no way we can detour you back, and we can't just turn around and go to Pokerock. Ugh. Man, this is crazy. And he stares off the edge, and he's like, wow. Get back away from the edge of the ship, please. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay, okay. This thing could fall apart at any moment. We took some severe damage on that last one. Well, I'm sorry, but I didn't know what else to do. I can't just sit around anymore. Even though that's what I did for the last two weeks, but it, I felt like I was more productive because I was at least moving. 
and with you guys. But guys, I, I'm sorry, but you know, can you just let me stay for a little longer? Don't don't kick me off into the ocean. I know I have a wetsuit, and that probably will give me the upper hand on most aquatic life. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, th there's a couple observations to be sure. First, you're not going to be a freeloader. You're going to work. You're going to earn your place. You're going to help James Cook. You're going to help with the repairs of the ship. You're going to learn how to maintain this place. I don't think the guys are going to have any qualms with that. Is that is that fair for first point? Good. Oh, he's definitely working. That's for sure. Next point. I mean, whatever. What other choice do we have? The the next point I want to make is, Bradley, what you did just a moment ago with those drakes was 100% incredible. And the place we're going, I mean, I'm determined to keep you out of harm's way, but also, you have a gift that will surely be useful to us. Especially if we're going to go to a place where there's magics that we don't understand it. You might be an advantage to us if we can keep you safe. So... Bra Bradley's not leaving the ship. What?! We're about to go to a city of magic that none of us have any experience with. Well, we don't know if it's dangerous. You know, they could they could be a heightened society. They could be really friendly. They might accept us as as people who they're eager to enlighten. You know, we, let me, we don't necessarily let me know those things. Do you have any any idea of what Jadu's political motivations may be? Ooh. We're sitting here with a royal candidate, and we have no idea what their political affiliations are whatsoever. And I don't know, based on the history that I've read, usually mages, sorcerers, wizards of great power tend to do some pretty awful things. Just because of Draken's evil intentions. You don't have to paint them all with the same brush. It's not just Draken. There's countless, countless wizards and sorcerers throughout history who've committed great atrocities. Alright, well, I guess we can play it by ear. My, my point, I, you know what, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. My point being is that Bradley did save us. Bradley, thank you, by the way, with all, in all due course. Thank you for saving us. And we may depend on those abilities in the near future. Who knows? Well, I think this is... Gary, you need to stop treating me like a kid. You are a kid. Only in size. How old are you, Bradley? What? How old are you? Did you know that Eric Cockrus reached like full adulthood at the age of eight? So you're eight years old, I'm assuming. Around that. <laughs> but and if Eric Cockrus can do it, I can do it just fine. Look, Bradley. Listen, listen. No, he kind of has a point. I've taken care of myself for two weeks on horse food that was very well made for two weeks, and I was fine. Eating animal scraps as a stowaway on a ship isn't taking care of yourself. Look, if anyone here, I probably get a lot of your upbringing. As someone who else who grew up in a noble household, you've probably been put through lots of training and study. I look at Zippy and say, and you feel here very we go. confident in your abilities. <laughs> but let me tell thing. you, it's not. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's not the real world. And you shouldn't even be forced to go into those things at all. You know what you should do? Just be a kid. Enjoy your childhood, because once it's gone, it's gone. And I'm not about to bring a child soldier into some conflict, into some magical island, 
that we don't even know almost anyone from there. I'm not doing it. You're staying on the ship, and that's final. Zippy, Norman. Someone's getting grounded. What? <laughs> I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go down to one knee, and I'm gonna say, "This is new territory for all of us, Bradley. The thing that is most important to us is keeping you safe, so that you can be reunited with Paige and Marley. So you're gonna stay on the ship unless we need you to move. But you have an important job to do with with helping us stay safe up here, because just like there's creatures in the water that we cannot contend with, I'm sure there are things up here too." You have a valuable role to play, and frankly, we need you here. You keep saying you need me, but also you need me to stay just freaking locked away. It's kind of like the best of both worlds. We That's need like you. That's like the worst of both. What? This isn't fair. Zippy gets me. Zippy, Zippy gets me. Last try. Zippy, zip. One out of three is all I need. Look. Bradley. Uh, Zippy's been staring at his muscles a little bit, trying to <laughs> check out that new uh, point he of the zero. Now he he gets uh, what? Oh yeah, um yeah, Bradley, you can stay. Bingo! <laughs> God, wait. On the, <laughs> the ship. ship. On the ship. <laughs> Is that the question? Wait, I can. Zippy, you're supposed to say, "Oh yeah, you can do whatever you want. You're a full adult." Oh no, go back to the horses. <laughs> <laughs> you can also hang out with Robin if you'd like. She has a, a, a bedroom that she and she's not even using the bed because she likes to stay in a, a sack of bones. Robin in her motorcycle. So Robin. Also, who's Snake Man? <laughs> well, well, did let me introduce. I am kind of the muscle around here. <laughs> I'm kind of also the leader at some points. Uh, real handy engineer at others. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. And he looks at all of you like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Look, right Bradley, you're staying on the ship. It's not a negotiation, and that's final. Now the rest of us, we gotta start getting to work fixing the ship. We've got holes all over this hull, and who knows how long your fix is gonna hold, Zip. We gotta... I gotta get down there and take a look at the engine. Bradley, go to your room. You didn't just say that. I'll bring you some tomato soup. How's that sound? It's an old shtick by now, it's probably getting stale, but just like the joke is, but I'll bring it to you, and proverbially we can start to move forward. Bradley is just glaring into your eyes, Darian, just like really just giving you a stink face. And you hear below the ship. <laughs> Whoa! Damn! I almost drowned! Oh, guys! Didn't you have a uh, levitate on? How are you in the water? I cancelled it because I was throwing up. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Randy, are you okay? Yeah. But listen, I, I hurt a little bit. You do? I don't know how they're going to accept us. It should be fine. I mean, I was okay with Verulius. Just just know whenever we get there, I got I to gotta go talk with the king. Hasn't it been mm. decades, though? Yeah, but some bonds are built over adventure. You should get that. Those bonds are unbreakable. Unless you're on 
a split. Our party did split, and there was bro- there was a lot of broken bonds. But really, <laughs> you get it. You get the gist. Really building some confidence, Randy. All right. Wait. Wait. I feel it. We're close. And you're raising through the clouds. You're above the clouds. A new sea has appeared. A sea of white clouds, just pillowy. And you're above, and the blue sky is the only thing above you now, with the sun beating down. And you hear, in the distance, all these whale noises as way off in the distance you just see these two whales these giant sky whales with these elaborate like reins on them with these bejeweled like saddle like uh, placements over their head with bars, giant gold bars rested in their whale mouth as these bars are connected to chains which are pulling these massive chunks of earth these massive floating islands are being pulled along you see eight of them all of varying sizes and of varying placements floating and slowly being carried through the sky and you see on one of them a large tall pointed spiraling tower and you hear Randy beneath just go there it is that everyone did you do the magic kingdom let's do this And that's where we're going to end the episode.